What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hi friends and welcome. My name is Felice Skirwitz, and today we're going to talk about the ultimate sacrifice, the sacrifice of Christ for us. This is episode 201, and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. Look for the ultimate sacrifice, and again, episode 201. Please check out the Media Angels website. I have books that are based on Christian topics for the entire family, and you also um, may want to listen to the podcast I did on Ultimate Love, and I have a link for that in the show notes as well. Well, the work of Christ, the ultimate sacrifice, is his saving death on the cross for our sins. And we learned this as Christians very early on, didn't we? But what have we done with the information? How has this information transformed our lives? How can we look at the sacrifice as a gift and with joy for what God has done for us? Well, that's the challenge for us today. The ultimate sacrifice is one that we tend to avoid thinking about. Why? Because it makes us sad. I remember one time um, wearing a cross with Jesus on it. And someone said to me, well, you really shouldn't wear a cross with the Lord on it because he's already risen. And you should have a cross like mine. And she showed me and hers was, you know, a plain cross that was without the Lord. And I said to her, but without the sacrifice, we can't remember the resurrection, right? The resurrection wouldn't have happened. His life, death, and resurrection is not a popular topic. Well, the resurrection part is, but not his death. To think that original sin first started it all, right? And the addition of a sinful culture, well, the root cause for the death of Christ is really humanity or man. And it all seems too much to handle. When we experience the love of God, we must realize that it came with a cost. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let me read that again. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
Jesus and only Jesus could make reparation for our sins, and not just for ours, but for the sins of the whole world. 1 John 22 says, The cost was reparation for our sins. It's the entire concept of cause and effect. When something happens, there's an outcome, sometimes good and sometimes bad. The cause of a broken window is that the window must then be repaired, which requires a cost. The retribution or payback is the fix, or someone who caused that breakage to pay for it. What is the cost of sin? Think about this for a minute. You know, in the Old Testament, there was a sacrifice of the animals. The death of the animals was to atone for the sins, and this death was an unwilling sacrifice on the part of the animals. But the sacrifice of Christ was his willing sacrifice, and this was a replacement for the sacrifice in the Old Testament for sins. So it wasn't that the people weren't aware that in order to make reparation, something had to die. But now, and we don't no longer have to die because Christ died for us. However, if we continue to sin, we will be judged at some point in time. This giving of his life is so hard for us to understand, to give your life for another. And most of us would have a difficult time doing that, to lay down our lives for someone we loved. We think we could do it, but ultimately, could we really? The cost of sin is sadness, anger, brokenness, depression, retaliation, and of course, death. And you can probably add so many other adjectives in there. Maybe not death of our body, but death to our soul. It is a reason that we look for other ways to forget, and many of those ways are not good. It's why people turn to alcohol or drugs or doing things like extreme sports when they're really trying to get away from things. Is that always the truth? No. But those things can be really done to excess. The ways to everlasting life are spelled out in the scriptures and the teachings of the church, and oh, so clearly spelled out. Yet while we have the verses memorized, such as John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And while we can say those words and we can quote those scriptures and everything else, we have to realize that there's more to it. Do we believe them? Do we, re- do we really realize and understand what this means for us? When you think about Christ's love and his life, death, and resurrection, do you think that you had a hand in his death? Surprisingly, there are many people who don't because Christ died long before they were born. This is where we must remember that with God there's no time, no beginning, no middle, and no end, no past or future, only now. The effects of Christ's ultimate sacrifice is for now, for us, for those who live before us, for those who died before Christ, and for those who will be born long after we are gone. This is one of those mind-blowing things, I know. It's something for us to contemplate, though, and that's what we should do as Christians. We shouldn't just read the scriptures. We should contemplate them. We should think about them 
and improve our lives through them. And here's what I'd love for you to do to join me in contemplating. The first is, what does the ultimate sacrifice of Christ's death on the cross mean to you? The second is, how do you live your life with this knowledge? The third is, if this fact, Christ's sacrifice, has changed your life, in what way has it done so? The fourth is, if this fact, Christ's sacrifice, has not changed your life, why is that? And the fifth is, how do you live your life according to God's plan? Because if we've turned away from sin, then we should be rejoicing. And truthfully, I don't profess to have any or all answers on this topic, but I do know that I've considered the sacrifice in a personal way. When I pray, I say, Christ died for my sins, not Christ died for the sins of the world or Christ died for sinners. When all those statements taken together are all true, it is important for me to personalize it, to make it my own, to realize the great magnitude of this fact, Jesus died for me, a sinner, a repentant sinner, often daily, but a sinner nonetheless. The older I get, the more I realize my sinfulness. I try to look at myself as the Lord must see me, and I shake my head. I often wonder how the Lord puts up with me. Thankfully, he does. And I'm still here and speaking out for the glory of the kingdom of God as he allows. God's will, whether we are united to it or not, will come to fruition. If you pray the Lord's Prayer, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heavens. We, my friends, have a choice to make. Are we for him or against him? The world as we know it today is in shambles. And I believe much of it is because good people stay silent and wait for others to speak out. We must ask the Lord to use us within our capacity and always in love. Jesus said in John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Read all of John 15 and you will see the scriptures relating to the vine and the branches. It is an example of the good fruit that comes from following God and his will for your life. How many times I wonder, am I doing the will of God? And will I know when I am or not? Well, it's easy to contemplate when we're not doing God's will because We don't have a peace or we feel uncomfortable or ill at ease. But we can't be complacent people. We must be people of action. How will you work for the Lord in his vineyard? What has he called you to do? It doesn't have to be extreme, but we should be doing something. Prayer counts. So your challenge this week is, how will you appreciate the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice of Christ each day? The second is, how will you be ready for the challenge or the call to make a big change or a small change in your life? The third is, how will you share the good news of what Christ has done for you? Dear friends, it is a blessing to share about the love of Christ with all of you, his ultimate sacrifice. And I pray for all of you weekly 
And I pray that you're blessed in abundance today and always. God bless. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Felice on our website, a afewminuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on a afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.